The following presentation is distributed by Lighthouse Catholic Media. Dear co-workers of Christ, I think our Mother Church has raised the womanhood to something beautiful for God by making Our Lady the Mother of the Church. God loved the world so much that he gave his son. And I think that was the first Eucharist, the giving of the son, that he gave her, him to Our Lady. And Our Lady was the first altar. And she was the one who can in all sincerity say, this is my body, for she gave her body, her strength, the whole being in making the body of Christ. In her the power of the Holy Spirit dwelt and was made flesh. And she in turn in surrendering herself, in that total surrender, for she had given herself to keep her virginity virgin, to keep her purity pure, to keep her chastity chaste to the one living God. And when this coming of Christ to the angel, she asked one question only. She couldn't understand how she could give up what she has already given. And the angel explained to her, and she understood. And one beautiful answer that shows what she as a woman was, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be done to me according to thy word. Our Lady, the most beautiful of all women, the greatest, the humblest, the most pure, the most holy, the moment she felt that she was full of grace, she full of Jesus, she went in haste. And this is, I feel, that by God picked a woman to be able to show his love and compassion for the world. And again it is she, the woman, who shows her compassion by sharing immediately what she has received, the breaking of the Eucharist, so to say. We know what happened to St. John. He lived with joy at the presence of Christ. This is what we as women have got. This is what we have been created for, to be the heart in the home. And as Little Flower has said, I will be the heart in the Mother Church. I will love.
And you and I have been created for the same purpose, to love and to spread that compassion as Mary did everywhere she went. And we too, like her, must search for our children as she did when she looked for Jesus when he was lost. We must take the trouble to find out where our children are. The home is not a home without the child. And it was she again, that wonderful compassion in her, when she went to that marriage feast. It hurt her to see the young people to be exposed to the humiliation of not having wine. And she told Jesus, they have no wine. And I think this is the beautiful compassion of a woman's heart to feel the hurt of others and to do something as she did. You and I, in our hearts, have that compassion. Do we really use it? Do we have the eyes of Mary to see the needs of others? Maybe in our own home do we know the needs of our parents, of our husbands, of our children. Do the children come home with us as Jesus went with Mary? Do we have a home for our children? And again we know what happened to Our Lady, the wonderful, compassionate mother, full of love. She was not ashamed to claim Jesus as her son. Everybody left him. She was alone with him. She was not ashamed that Jesus, the scourged, the spat upon, that he had become like a leper, unwanted, unloved, hated by all, that he was her son, Jesus. There too, the deep compassion of her heart. Do we stand by our own people when they suffer, when they are humiliated, when the husband loses his job, what am I to him then? Am I full of compassion to him? Do I understand his pain? When the children are led away and misled, do I have that deep compassion to search for them, to find them, to stand by them, to welcome them home, to love them with deep, loving heart? Am I like Mary? to my sisters in my community? Do I recognize their pain, their suffering? If I'm a priest, the priest has the heart of Mary, that compassion to be the forgiveness, to bring that forgiveness of God to the suffering sinner in front of him, that deep compassion of Mary. She was not ashamed. She claimed Jesus as her own son.
and at the crucifixion we see her standing the mother of god standing what tremendous faith she must have had because of her living love for her son to stand there see him disowned by everybody unloved by everybody unwanted by everybody one of the worst and she stood and she owned him as her son she owned him as one to whom who belonged to her and to whom she belonged she was not afraid to own him up do we own our people when they suffer when they are thrown out our people our own people our own family do we know them that they suffer do we, do we recognize their hunger for jesus this is the hunger of understanding love this is why our lady is so great because she had an understanding love and you and i being women we have that tremendous thing in us that understanding love i see that so beautifully in our people in our poor women who day after day and every day meet suffering accept suffering for the sake of their children i have seen parents mothers going without so many things so many things even begging so that the child may may have i have seen parents holding to the handicapped child because that child is her child she had an understanding love for the suffering of her child i remember there was a woman who had 12 children and the first child was terribly disabled terribly handicapped i cannot describe to you what the child looked like mentally physically and i offered to take that child to our home where we have so many like that and she started crying and she said to me mother don't say that don't say that she is the greatest gift of god to me and to my family all our love is centered on this child our life would be empty if you take her from us this is an understanding love do we have that kind of love today do we recognize that there my child my husband my wife my father my mother my sister my brother needs that understanding that shake of hand we our sisters are working in australia and there was a place in the reserve where there was a very old man and he i have never seen anything in such difficult situation as this old man was and then i said to him kindly allow me to clean your place and to 
clean your uh, bed and so on. And he said, I'm all right. And I said to him, you will be more all right if you let me do it. And, and at the end, he let me do it. So I cleaned the place, washed his clothes. And then I found a beautiful lamp covered with dirt. God knows how many years it has not been used. And I said to him, don't you light the light? Your lamp, don't you light it? He said, no. Nobody comes. I have no need to light the lamp. For whom will I light the light? And I asked him, I said, will you light the lamp every evening if the sisters come? And he said, yes. And so from that day, every evening, the sisters went, we cleaned the lamp, and then they started going every night to his place and uh, lighting the light. Then he, after some time, after nearly two years, I have forgotten completely about him, and he sent words and said, tell my friend, the light she lit in my life is still burning. I thought this was such a small thing, and yet we bypass those small things very often. And some time back, the sisters found a very, very miserable person, a man, in uh, one of those shuttings close by in Rome where the sisters are working. And um, they have never seen, I believe, anything like that. Anyway, they wash his clothes, they clean his room, they make some hot water for him and so on, and close up everything. And they make a little bit of food for him also. And he never said one word. After two days, this has kept on going to him twice a day. And after two days, he said to the sisters, Sisters, you have brought God in my life. Bring Father also. And the sisters went and brought the priest. And the priest heard his confession after 60 years. Next morning, he died. This is something so beautiful, that compassion of, that, of those young sisters brought God in the life of this man who had been for so many years, have forgotten what is God's love, what his love to love one another, what is to be loved, yet forgotten, for his heart was closed to everything. And this delicate, compassionate, simple, humble work of these young sisters, your children, touched, brought God into life. And what struck me most, the dignity, the greatness of the priestly vocation, that he needed the priest to make the connection with God. I think this is what we all learn from Our Lady, that compassion of Our Lady. And if you and I 
would only use what God has given to us. For what he has created us. He has created us for greater things. To love and to give love. To have that deep compassion for the world as he had for the world. And to give Jesus to others. People are not hungry for us. They are hungry for God. They are hungry for Jesus. For the Eucharist. Lately, at the invitation of the President of Mexico, we opened a house in Mexico. And our sisters, as it is the custom in our society, they go round and round and round and look for everybody, see everybody, and they walk and walk till both their legs ache properly. And um, to see which is the worst place, where is the need greatest to begin from. And, but in Mexico, the poverty of the people around was very great. Wherever they visited, it was in, a, in the outskirts of Mexico, was really very, very great poverty. But to the sister's surprise, nobody asked, neither for clothes, neither for medicine, neither for food, nothing, except teachers the word of God. It struck me so much. These people are hungry for God. Teach us the word of God. And I think, quite possible, because they have never seen the sisters before, but because the sisters have the rosary in hand, when we go down the streets anywhere of the world, like in Yemen, In Yemen, where we have gone after 800 years, the sisters walk down the street with rosary in hand. And Our Lady is our mother, but she is also our strength and our protection. And I can tell you, all these years, young sisters enter in the most terrible places, and up to today, no one has ever touched them. Even here in New York, that they say we are in the worst place. We are nearly five years there. And I can sincerely tell you, as the sisters say, there's never been a rude word. There has never been an ugly remark. There's never been a touch to hurt. There's always been great respect, great dignity shown to the sisters. Because the sisters entered all the shut-in houses and the places where very often other people cannot enter so easily. But Our Lady is always with us because she is the cause of our joy and we try to be the cause of her joy. And so together, learning from her, using her, keeping close to her, we are able to go through the most terrible places fearlessly because Jesus in us will never deceive us. Jesus in us is our love, our strength, our joy, 
and our compassion and that's why god has created the woman maybe not to do big things maybe but small things with great love and and i believe that great love must begin in our own home first in our own heart in our own home my next door neighbor in the street i live in the town i live and in the world because only then we will be able to spread the meaning of eucharist meaning of eucharist is understanding love Christ understood he understood that we have a terrible hunger for god he understood that we have been created to love and so he made himself a bread of life and he said unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood you cannot live you cannot love you cannot serve you must eat and the goodness of the love of Christ of the of his understanding love he also wants to give us the means wants to give us a chance to put our love for him in a living action he makes himself the hungry one not only for bread but for love he makes himself the naked one not only for a piece of cloth but for that understanding love for that dignity human dignity he makes himself the homeless one not only for a piece of a small room but for that deep sincere love for one another and this is eucharist this is jesus the living bread that he has come to break with you and with me we will say the prayer of radiating christ i think if you have the prayer with you dear jesus help me to spread thy fragrance everywhere i go flood my soul with thy spirit and life penetrate and possess my whole being so utterly that all my life may only be a radiance of thy shine to me and be so in me that every soul i come in contact with may feel thy presence in my soul let them look up and see no longer me but only jesus stay with me and then i shall begin to shine as thou shinest so to shine as to be a light to others the light of jesus will be all from thee none of it will be mine it will be thou shining on others to me let me thus praise thee in the way thou dost love best by shining on those around me let me preach thee without preaching not by words but by my example by the catching spot the sympathetic influence of what i do the evident fullness of the love my heart bears to thee amen
I think the best love and honor we can show to Our Lady and our deep gratitude for being a mother to us, we will stand and say, the Angelus. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And the word was made flesh. Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Pray for us, Holy Mother of God. Let us pray. For for we seek O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ thy Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. God bless you. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation distributed by Lighthouse Catholic Media. If this presentation has helped you in your faith journey, we ask that you prayerfully consider making a donation at the Faith Razor display so your parish can bring in more Catholic CDs like this one. If you'd like to personally order more presentations from respected Catholic speakers on CD or cassette, or would like to know how you can bring the Faith Razor Catholic CD program to more parishes, please visit our website, www.lighthousecatholicmedia.com or call toll-free 866-526-2151 and ask for Terry. Thanks for listening, and may God richly bless you and your family.